0: Speed, action.
1: Hello, everybody. I'm Luke, the strip club DJ, and welcome to episode five of One Two Review, baby. This is a brand new podcast where me and my buddies Alex and Brandon explore and rate new movies. Our rating system is one of the simplest out there. If we didn't like the movie, we give it a one. If we did, we give it a two. We rate movies until we get to 20 points and then we call it a day. That's about it. All right, kick the intro act impressed i just heard it yeah
2: wow hey
1: hey what's up boys hello, hello. how's everyone doing pretty decent not everybody all at once there
0: yeah yeah <laughs> take your time wait in line <laughs> well
1: there what's know. up party provider
0: my allergies are acting up so excuse no excuse my sexy voice and uh
1: we also have an apology coming your way from the West Coast. There it is right there. We have some construction uh, going on. There's a guy, he's he didn't have any time other than today, and he's building guardrails for the abacus from, uh, was it episode three?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So we're trying to get that back up and running. I don't really want to. It was a lot of work, but our Patreon donors are a little frustrated that they put in so much money, and we only got one episode out of it. So we're getting those guardrails, those safety trainings up, those online courses done for all the neighborhood kids that want to participate, and uh, get those abacus stones rolling again. Mm
2: -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, and we should say, since we don't have the abacus, um, we're going to be uh, reviewing the movies or or doing the point system with a tape measure today. That's
1: right. Yeah, it's the um, it's our construction theme episode because we've got all this construction. So we're going to be using the tape measure to count our points, and we got a fun little game coming. um, And uh, our listeners will hear about that in a second.
0: Before we kick off, I do want to mention our next project for our Patreon. I know you it's exhausting pushing the abacus, Luke. We have drafted plans to build a steam powered motor with some ropes and pulleys that'll be moving the stones for you. Once the wall and the fencing is completed, then they're going to be able to start construction with our new steam powered, you know, boulder moving machine. So once again, very excited.
2: It's going to be so cool. It's going to be such a cool piece of kind of antiquated tech technology yeah. in your backyard.
1: Really a piece of art. This yeah, is a, yeah. uh, this is Stradi um world famous, uh, cappuccino machine builder is actually, and he's a steam expert. So he's going to be um building this all out of pounded brass and copper. It's going to be It's going to look beautiful. It's gonna, yeah. So we're stoked for that. And I am too because it's going to be less physical labor.
0: Absolutely. And just keep in mind, 75% of all the money donated goes directly towards the steam machine. So keep those dollars coming. We'll keep burning them and turning them into steam. Yep. uh Well, let's kick it off with a film. Yes. Yes. All right, guys, the first film
2: that we watched this week, or the first one we're reviewing, at least, is called Catwalk. Catwalk is a film about a fresh kitten who enters the cat modeling business and is uh, quickly overwhelmed by all of the opportunities uh, that she faces. Uh, Her name is Minch. She is a little black, uh, little cute little black cat. And, uh, yeah, her owner takes her to a cat uh, audition thing, and the cat... uh, Gets the part or whatever. Well, I guess first the cat is approached, um, is seen on the street, is approached by this agent and is asked, uh, the owner is asked if she would like to bring the cat in for some photos. She nails an audition and then the cat gets quickly thrown into this whole world. Uh, I like this movie a lot, guys. Uh, what do you guys think?
0: Absolutely. Mensch the kitten is so undeniably adorable. It is insane that they were able to capture that much cuteness on the screen um what else can i say i mean it's basically a a lean 90 minute film about uh, a beautiful kitten and you know what if you take the perspective of that kitten in the modeling industry
2: Mm-hmm. Well, and the, the opportunities, you know, where the film goes is interesting. Uh, Minch is offered to go to Sweden or to live on a boat with a millionaire. All of these things, you know, opportunities are presented. And it's a little overwhelming for Minch.
1: Yeah. Some of those parts of the movie were very adorable and cute, but they're kind of boring. It was just a cat just sort of sitting on a yacht. And um, because they didn't make it a talking cat, which I actually liked because... Uh, I'm kind of tired of talking animals, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I know we reviewed a couple right. movies in the past about talking animals, and they're just it's just getting old.
0: It's just an old concept. So but it um, was I would say the film is a little tiring because of all the subtitles. However, they didn't choose to make the cat talk, but they did have a lengthy and very frequent use of subtitles for what the cat was saying.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did kind of like a thought-twat thing where they just wrote out the subtitles of what the cat was thinking and uh that he's, was cute too he's very they verbose. used that funny yeah they used the funny little like pink princess text that was great it made it funner to read i think
0: i did i'm just saying it was a little tiring you know reading oh, yeah. all of that it was a lot and reading the cat a cat thinks a lot it turns out
1: well subtitles in general are kind of exhausting when you um have to direct your attention to words instead of what's actually happening on the screen, but
0: uh, yeah, I felt conf- conflicted because I wanted to, you know, absorb the cuteness, but the subtitles kept pulling me out, so I'm, I was confused.
2: Well, it's right. weird that the cat wasn't actually. So, when an actor is in a movie and an actor is saying a line, they're at least aware that they're pretending to feel that way, but that cat really was just playing, and then they told us what. They thought the cat was thinking. I guess I'm saying the cat wasn't acting, and that's kind of weird. Yeah. Um,
1: and sometimes they just moved the cat around. You know, the cat was, like, knocked out, knocked out, cold, dead asleep, and they were just kind of wiggling around. Um, I thought that was kind of cheap.
0: Yeah, but just like ThoughtsWat, it's reading, like, your dreams, you know, your, your subconscious, not what you're verbally saying, but what you're thinking, your inner dialogue. So even though the right. cat's just laying there, it's you know, its mind is still firing off, you know.
1: Still my favorite yeah, still my favorite parts of this movie were when the cat winked at the end of the, the runway
2: mm-hmm. and then
1: when the cat like put its paw on its hand and burped. That was funny.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Just very cute. Adorable. Are we ready, uh f- uh yeah. I-, I give catwalk a two.
0: A nice two.
1: <clears throat> yep. It uh was cute too.
0: Yeah, I'm going to go against the grain a little bit here and I'm going to give this movie a 1. Um you know, for 90 minutes of being, you know, bombarded with these kitten live tweets basically wasn't enough for me. So, I'm going to give it a 1.
1: Well, right. we should we should bring this up. Thank you for your rating, Brandon, and but we should bring this up. Brandon is a cat owner, so he's got he's got a pretty breadth of knowledge to uh cuteness and cat
2: you know, that's true behavior. Mm-hmm. We don't uh-huh. have a cat. Yeah. We have a dog. He also might be jealous, you know,
0: cause Minch was a pretty cute cat. Jealousy, mm. you know, takes form in a lot of weird ways. and Maybe, I don't know. I don't know my feelings. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Maybe that, two, that one you gave catwalks a reflection on your feelings.
0: Well,
1: we can explore that later. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> um, Brandon, I can call you up tonight, you know, three, three, four AM. And we can talk about that
0: as late as possible. That'd be great. Uh,
1: Cool. Well, that's a five on the old tape measure. All right. For our audience, I know I teased this earlier. The game is Alex and Brandon are going to tell me when to stop on the tape measure. And this time, I'm going to pull it out and let it go back in quickly. So you guys got to stop me when it's at five. Okay. Count it down, please. Three, two, one. Stop. Okay, Brandon, you can
0: do one. Brennan. Wait, are you pulling it out? What's going on right now? I thought you were like extending it. That's what it sounds like to me.
2: This is another s- stupid game where you're just guessing when he's pointed in and out when it's at 5. All
1: right, let's try this again. Oh, okay. All right, Brandon. Okay. Just regular regular style cuz yeah. I guess I didn't explain it very well. No. Okay, go ahead. Now. Okay. I pulled it out to 9, so There we go. We're locked in at 5. <laughs> okay. And then you just lock it in at five regular. All right. Yeah. Great. Cool. Good game, okay.
2: Guys.
0: GG. Great game.
1: Uh, it was I don't know, I had fun.
0: All right. Before we get carried away, let's hop into a quick um sponsorship uh plug here.
1: Okay. Uh <clears throat> Pishposh. For more information visit Pishposh dot com. <laughs>
2: Um, you said posh, not poo. <laughs> oh, poo poopish, pish poo. I read it as a <laughs>
0: fish poo.
2: All right, let me say it here.
1: Be quiet. Let me do it again. All right, pish poo. Visit pishpoo.com for more information.
2: <laughs>
1: All right, um, all right boys, our next movie that we reviewed is actually not a new movie. This movie is 18 years old, a relic from the Y2K era. It's called Y2K Farm Guide 1999. Now, I think Brandon has a little information on this.
0: Yeah, thanks guys. I know this was an interesting film when I suggested it on uh the Slack. It really there was a lot of controversy, a lot of where how do I find this? What is it? Okay, so let me take a moment to explain the Y2K Farm Guide 1999. This was a blockbuster exclusive rental made specifically and targeted for rural farm areas. Um, Its hope was to be released before 1999, however, due to some complications, it didn't turn out that way, but we'll go into that later. What this is, is a guide on to, you know, prevent the Y2K bug from affecting your farm and shutting it down. So... This was a very interesting and informative film, and we all know how the Y2K bug turned out. So what did you guys think of this, and were you able to secure a copy? Did we all see this film? Yeah, I got it. Saw it. Yeah, I
2: brought Uh, brought Alex his copy. uh I got it from eBay. Found it on eBay. Uh, From a guy also in our neighborhood, strangely enough. So I was able to walk to his house and purchased it for $5. Good deal. But the VHS player was the tough part. Finding a VHS player was tough. Because our copy was VHS. You might have had, did you have a DVD or do you have a VHS?
0: I downloaded it online. I found a pirated version of it. Our our
1: copy was actually, it was the DVD version
2: bounced to a VHS tape. Yeah, someone had dubbed it. So yeah, we got to see the the, like menu screen. Yeah, you got to see the person choose the menu. It was interesting.
0: No, I've heard about this company. They take the DVDs. Turn them into VHS so they can kind of simulate, you know, the VHS kind of... It was cool. It was cool to watch something on a VHS. I hadn't done it in a
1: while. So let's talk about the movie. It's a documentary, and it covers all farm operations. So raising cattle, pigs, wheat growing, rice uh, operations. Corn. uh, Corn, beans, tomatoes, Um, and all the problems that can go wrong. It's... (laughs) Okay, so I know we got a bunch, bunch of smartasses out there. that are going to say, "What's going wrong?" You know, with your seeds. Well, there's a lot of electronics that are in farm operations that rely on clocks. You know, um, timed um, uh, milk extractors, time um, chicken combers, things like that. And uh, yeah, so the the movie covers it, and it's actually pretty fascinating
0: it was actually never released. That's why um, we had to hunt down these copies of it. Um, The thing is, because of the direction and the director, simply the production took on a much larger scope than they initially thought. It was a very artful film. It clocks in at about three hours. Um, They have a beautiful orchestral soundtrack. Um, I don't know exactly what the director was thinking. It's a big production. It's a big production for something that
2: probably would have been better as just a lecture to a few farmers that needed the information, the specific information. But it ended up, yeah, I don't know how much money was poured into this flick, but quite a bit of money. Like you said, there's a big orchestral score. There's, you know, large sweeping shots. There's a lot of uh, helicopter work, uh, a lot of,
0: you know. A lot of terminal work, satellite you know, footage. live terminals when you're down on, you know, you have to go down to the ground source of some of these fields, hack the terminals basically on the mainframe there. There's some really beautiful shots of what it's like inside these computers in 1999. And let me tell you, it was Internet Explorer. So there's no Chrome back then. Mm hmm. That was crazy to,
1: I didn't, ha, I had no idea they had these gigantic server rooms um, buried underneath farms. I didn't know they needed all that computing power to, uh, you know, raise animals and, and grow crops.
0: Yeah, they're basically so that the size was, of the original computers. They're huge. They take up huge rooms underneath most farms, most modern farms. Yeah. And the farmers
1: uh, wear these special static free overalls that uh, prevent them from, you know, destroying any of the server equipment. Um, it's pretty cool, pretty cool stuff. And yeah, the sweeping, um, shots from the helicopter over the, the American farms really give me a lot of respect for, um, that
0: whole, that whole culture and the farmers of America. So God bless. God bless. God bless. Before we give it our review, how did the Y2K bug affect you guys? I don't think I went out that night. I um, think I stayed with my
2: parents. What happened was
1: I think I lost all of my save files on Carmageddon 3D and Duke Nukem. So I had to replay those games.
0: That's oh, what a bummer. Yeah. I actually have very fond memories of playing Duke Nukem 3D with you online, Luke, with our dial-up modems.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was one of our favorite things was going to the strip club and um, throwing tons of money at the stripper on stage. In the game. Yeah you, see, yeah, you get to see you get to see sixteen bit
0: tits. Mm-hmm. Not even though they had little tassels on the end of them, so on the nips. <laughs> oh, really? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, but, <laughs> the pasties.
2: But to but to your child's brain. <laughs> and Brandon
1: nipples. and Brandon actually brought over because I had just the demo. We could only play one level because um, I was we were just cheap. My family was very cheap. His family had all the cool games, and uh, he brought it over on a CD on a. And um, we beat it together. I remember that. Yeah. And Duke, nu- Duke Newsom, had uh, Duke Nukem says, um, uh, I'm going to rip off your head and shit down your neck. And I thought that was great when I was whatever, 12 or 13. Hey,
0: it's still great. Yeah. OK, Y2K. I was at a sleepover, actually, with girls, maybe for the first time. Somebody's birthday party. Um, I think maybe we lost power don't remember probably not though
1: maybe it was just the parents just screwing with you guys oh man that would have been
0: great if i had children i would have like shut off all the power definitely yeah that would have been hilarious yeah set off a few strobe lights or something
1: erase their carmageddon files damn it that's what happened
2: <laughs> Yep, you got you got
0: <laughs> had <laughs>
1: Um yeah, they wanted me to replay those games, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of buying you a new one.
0: <laughs> Genius. Yeah, your family is very cheap. They, you know, they didn't want to buy you a new one, so they were like, we gotta erase these files somehow, so he replays them.
1: <laughs> they hated those games. They were too violent. And there was the stripper.
0: And now where do you work?
1: Now I work at a strip club in Los Angeles.
0: See? Video games are great, guys. That's what you do for a living.
2: (laughs) And I I hit people with my car. Oh, I shouldn't have laughed at that. No. Well, you can't because I haven't. All right. Well, shall we move on? No, we need to. Oh, we got to put those scores on there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it a one. I'm going to give it a one. What? The Y2K Farm Guide. Yeah. Give it a one. All right. just, uh, it, was just, it was awkward to have so much production for something that, again, could have just been a lecture, I felt. Damn.
1: Damn. Yeah. You, you just thought it's, it wasn't utilitarian enough. Well, I, I, I
2: wish saw. the director had made a beautiful film that was m- more something he wanted to make a film instead of kind of him taking his art and putting it on something that felt...
1: I will say, for it being such an artful, musical, um, nice-to-look-at film... The narration still was very technical and dry, so that was that was a little jarring. But I'm still going to give it a two because it was just um, uh, it just gave me a newfound respect for farming.
0: Absolutely, I'm going to give this movie a two as well. I the story, the fact that it never came out, the fact that we're lucky enough to be able to find copies of it is just incredible. So for me, I really felt like this was a jewel. Two points. All right,
1: boys. It's time I'm going to reset the tape measure. And um, tell me when to stop when you think it's at 10.
0: Wait, wait, I have an idea. Why don't you pull out, okay. like, three feet, lock it oh, in place, and, let it back? and then let go of it, and then we tell you to stop when you have 10 inch, or okay. how many inches remaining? Uh, 10. OK, there we go. OK, ready? When you mm-hmm. hear the click,
1: it's going to go. All right. Now. Okay, you guys both said now at zero.
0: Oh, my goodness. Okay. (laughs) It's fast. Do you want to
1: try? One more time. We'll try again. Okay, one more time. Okay, ready?
0: Now. No, no. I have... The thing is, I have no concept about how much you're pulling out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pulling out three feet. Okay, maybe that's not enough, huh? (laughs) Well, then it starts to get crazy. I don't have a place to to put all this... um, Wait, Luke, take a moment. Pull it out as far as you can. Okay. I'll tell you
1: what I can do. I can pull it up, but then it gets kind of dangerous. Uh, all right, here we go. Dangerous good, Luke. Dangerous good. All right, I'm going to get it. let it kind of rest on my hand so it's not so fast.
0: Do you need or, to open a window? it's just I just
1: uh can you just come over here? Yeah. One sec. <laughs> All right, ready? Okay, I've got it out to sixty nine inches. All right, high five. Pervert. And I'm gonna let <laughs> and I'm gonna let go of it and you guys tell me when it's down to ten. All right, ready? Okay. Okay. Now, now yeah, you got it. You nailed it.
0: Right cool. on. Thanks. Well worth it.
1: All right, 10 on that tape measure, locked in, and uh,
0: 10 more points to let's go.
1: Kick a, let's kick a little ad
2: here. Alex, you want to do that read for us? Mm-hmm. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by Similar ETA, the airline that offers you similar prices, similar pilots, similar planes, similar ETA. Nice. I'm going to check that out. I'm going to check out uh, got a trip
1: to Phoenix coming up. I'm going to check out similar ETA and see what kind of tickets I can get.
0: Yeah, I was excited to find the cheapest flight, but then I realized, why settle for the cheapest when I could just get similar?
1: They're the best. Um, all right, let's keep it.
0: Okay, another movie, another review, another week, another day. This week we saw Thumbs Up 7 Up the story behind the classic playground game. I know we all have had experiences playing this game. We grew up, probably have played it together in our childhoods. What did you guys think of this movie? Uh, It was fun. It brought me back
2: nostalgic.
1: I think first of all, we should describe the game. You're in a classroom and, uh, you know, there's desks everywhere. One student gets up and, uh, How does this game work? Everyone's got their every every
2: student puts their head down and they put their thumb up, and then uh, their eyes are closed, their heads are on their desk, and then one student is it, and they go around and they pick a they they touch a thumb. Oh, now I don't
0: know. (laughs) Yeah, I will say for being a documentary about thumbs up seven up, they never actually tell you how to play the game. Yeah, it really assumes you know how to play the game. It's more the story of the creator and why they created such a game and the symbolism behind it. But yeah, let me see. Wait, you tap seven thumbs. A person taps seven thumbs. Yeah. They leave the room and then you, they open their eyes and you have to say that person touched my thumb. Right. No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, I gotta,
1: I, I gotta look it up. Yeah. You know what? That now that I think about this movie, they did a terrible job in explaining this game. Um, but and they never it, really
2: even played it
1: much in it you know but uh, it's more about the players i'm mm-hmm. talking about um you know the the after parties and the crazy lifestyle cuz it started as a
2: college game
1: yeah yeah the crazy the crazy lifestyle that came along with this playing this
0: in college yeah it was basically a drinking game but it was invented in the 60s and instead of alcohol they were using lsd so basically you know instead of taking a shot or chugging a beer, you were dropping hits of acid. And it's called Thumbs Up, 7 Up because when you do 7 Hits of Acid, apparently your thumbs stay in the up position. You can't stop by giving thumbs up to everybody and everything. You're just really happy. So it was pretty interesting. I had no idea that's why we were playing that. And the story about how it became a children's game is even more interesting.
1: Yeah. Well, like a lot of adult things, it kind of trickles down to kids like, uh, um,
2: uh, I don't know. Well, and the, well, I mean, it gets there because so uh, the, the main guy, Brian Cole takes, what does he take in that one? That one night he takes like 32 hits or something uh, and it, it fries him basically. And then so he's in a home and then they take the guys, they take these people, these kind of fried people from homes. They take them to schools as kind of cautionary tale. And it's during one of those kind of scared straight things that he, he starts to teach them the game and then it kind of picks up at that school and then it spreads. Um, but yeah. Yeah. The kids, of course it's like a
1: forbidden game because it's, it, uh, freaked all these people out. Cause it's and, a drug uh, game. Yeah. It's a drug game. So they start playing it and then, you know, the, the parents, the teachers eventually see that it's not that big of a deal. Um, here, I've got the rules right here. Seven students stand up in front of class. The rest of the students put their head on their desk. The seven <gasps> move about and touch a student. Once touched, the students stick his or her thumb up. Then the sevens say heads up, seven up. And the students that got touched have to guess the student that touched
2: them. And if they guess right, they get to stand up. If they guess wrong, they, they don't. They get to go be a toucher. Uh huh. Everyone wants to be a toucher. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really, an interesting
0: look. I really enjoyed the look behind the scenes of the professional Thumbs Up 7-Up. I also didn't know that there were leagues, and it's a televised event in some countries. Um, that was truly fascinating. They really do consider this a sport.
1: Yeah, and in modern times, I should say they don't use the drugs that the, that really originated with the game. There, There's a lot of drinking and sex, though. Yeah, the professional thumbs a-
0: up, seven up players are not your average athlete. You don't have to be in athletic shape at all, really, to play thumbs up, seven up. So they party pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's a, like, that's part of their um, tactic, too, is how they get to know how um, other people touch is they have sex with them. And so then
0: they really know. Yeah. Pro tactics thumbs up, seven up. The story behind the classic game. You guys ready to review this? Yep.
2: Uh, I give it a 2 even though they didn't describe the game very well. I, I I like the film.
1: Yeah, I guess I got lost in the the players and um the story, so um I give it a 2.
0: I'm going to give it a 2 as well. Fascinating, nostalgic, very great film. 2 points. All right, that's 6 points back on the tape measure.
1: Uh, i'm gonna reset it, and we're just gonna do it the standard way i'm gonna pull it out, and you guys just guess when you think I'm at sixteen, okay, one two,
2: three
0: now all
2: right Alex, you yeah yeah no, I mean that was it he got it yeah, he got it, yeah, no way to
1: compete all right, locked it in at sixteen uh and then um let's kick another ad real quick,
0: oh yeah, this week, uh we need to do a couple more ads than normal but um
1: yeah we're we're sort of having to play catch up with this fence that we're building patreon really isn't um behind us the same way because uh, just all the just all the mess behind the abacus so they're not we just got to play catch up in
0: other words so another ad another day where is amelia Earhart? What kind of plane did Amelia Earhart fly around the world? What was the name of Amelia Earhart's plane? Where did Amelia Earhart land? Find out the answers to almost all these questions at the Amelia Earhart Museum, located in the heart of downtown Atchison, Kansas. Next week we should be back on a regular schedule so we won't have as many ads, but thank you for your patience, listeners. You got it. You got it okay let's uh, get to our next movie here um this week we all saw another film by an australian director um this was the film called carried away um i'll just give you a brief synopsis um basically barbara was holding her boyfriend's competition kite while he was in the middle of a competition when picked up things got a little hectic she gets carried away He never sees her again. Luke, you immediately, you know, emailed me when you left the theater about this film saying we all need to see it. Why were you so excited about Carried Away?
1: Um, Well, I emailed you and then I gave you a call check, told you to check your email that night because Carried Away is um, it's a family film, but it's action packed. And it's sort of I don't know. You remember those movies in the 90s that were heartwarming and fun but they didn't have all the gross fart humor and um you know all the all the dick jokes that we have nowadays it's just a good-hearted family movie that um that carried me away
2: Mm -hmm. great action sequences uh great special effects just uh good acting I will say for a family
1: movie, it did have a lot of explosions. Nobody was violently hurt. You know, there wasn't gore or anything, but um, there were some wild explosions. Like when that uh, gas tanker or gas truck or whatever, um, you know, turns real quick and flies off the bridge and explodes. That
0: was wild. Competition kite flying is pretty insane when they attach like the little missiles and flamethrowers on the kites while they fly them, you know, and they're they're battling up in the sky. They're not really going for height or they're not doing it for fun. This is a competition and they are fighting to be the final kite in the sky.
1: But again, they didn't show all that violence. You just kind of see an explosion in the background.
0: Right, well they're they're only attacking the kites. They're not attacking people, so
1: um so, Alex, um, there was a lot of really funny moments in this movie. I like when the when Barbara gets a a
2: dog bites onto her pant leg, and then a cat grabs onto the dog, uh, and, then, and then the rat grabs onto her, and then an ape grabs on because they fly over the zoo. Yeah, I like that chain of animals. That was pretty nice. Yeah, uh, I like when she goes through the strawberry fields and she eats all those strawberries. She's basically just, it's kind of like up, but if they never landed on right. an island, she kind of just keeps going uh, until she goes all the way around the world and comes back to the competition. Uh, but her, her boyfriend is uh, gone. His, his car is gone. He's left. He thought she was gone. Um, so when she eventually lands, she has to start to find him again. And uh, the movie ends without them ever seeing each other again. Yeah.
1: Well, it was 48 days later. I mean, in his defense, you know, the, I... It didn't seem like their relationship was that solid. It was kind of new. You know, the way he just kind of tossed her. The guy is like, hang on to this, babe. I got to grab the cooler. And uh, so he was a jerk anyway. She's better off without him. Plus all that life experience she gained, you know. She gained a lot. She's like a better person now.
0: Yeah, life experiences, new language, all sorts of foreign concepts and ideas that she would have never been exposed to if she were not carried away.
1: Foods different drinks of the world because you know the world was rallied around her and they they uh were taking care
2: of her along her crazy wild journey um yeah carried away good flick uh i get Carried away uh mm, mm, oh i wish we had a it wasn't so black and white our rating system i'm gonna give it a two i'm gonna give carried away a two well, you guys already know what I'm going to
1: rate it. It's a two for me.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a two as well. This was a very enjoyable film.
1: All right. All right. I got the tape measure right here. We're at 16. So this is going to put us up at 22 and end the show. Um, just tell me when you think I'm at 22. Now. Now. All right. Brandon got it at 23. Nice.
0: Whoop! There it is.
1: yeah tag team is back again actually did you hear about that
0: yeah i did actually i heard the new single i was a little disappointed but i mean their tweets are hilarious
1: yeah um are they i thought the the only tweets i saw were just different spellings for whoop and then there it is and then just different amounts of exclamation
0: points i thought they were funny though i thought it was like meta you know
1: oh yeah i could see that i could see that the new single um i like how they i just like more bass it's great
0: yeah i did i wasn't expecting it to be dubstep but with the name gloop there it is what else can you expect you know a real gloopy kind of disgusting bass
1: yeah that gloopy burp bass that's cool all right guys hey man great episode
2: um Thanks for joining me today, Alex. Yeah, hey, for- no construction. They were uh, they lunched it the whole time over here. I guess they did just go over to Brandon's. Yeah. That really
1: is a blessing. Uh, Brandon, did you see what they ate for lunch? No, I missed it.
0: It smells like lasagna. It's
1: got to be. It's got to be. Um, and thank you, Brandon, for uh, joining us today. And thank the great Lord for... Uh, quelling any construction activities mm-hmm. that were okay. we were expecting, because we were expecting to to have this episode be full of hammers, and air
0: compressors, and um, skill saws. So no. none of that. Great. You know what they say when you're a hammer, everything looks like a podcast.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right, boys. Hey, uh, thanks again for listening, guys. Check out our Patreon, and um, that's about it. All right, guys. We'll see you later.
0: Peace. Please. Take care, please.
2: All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is our show for the day. Thank you so much for listening, checking us out. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, all the things that we will be on someday, or maybe never will be. Next week, review wonderful films such as Claydoh, Carnal Sin, My Mom the Fish, and Shrimpery. Ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you so much for listening. Have an excellent day. Peace.